SheMD is brought to you by eCarePSC. You can visit us at eCarePSC.com. I'm Dr. Marlies Hillali, MD. And I'm DJ KGB. As always, off camera. Yes. Nobody wants to see my ugly face. And today we're talking about uh, uh, an ugly topic. Well, I'm not going to say ugly, uh, I mean ugly topic, but something that is affecting uh, especially the African-American community. Absolutely. And today we're talking about diabetes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, before we get into that, we're going to talk about an update. So we did talk about during our previous podcast on how to use the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. We touched upon, you know, vaccines and, and all that. And we spoke upon the death of Kim Porter. Yes. And at the time yes. we didn't have the coroner's report, but we heard rumblings that she passed away due to complications from the flu. Mm-hmm. That, and now the autopsy report has confirmed that she actually died of low bar pneumonia as a complication of the flu. In fact, I do believe she was actually on some antibiotics for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's very important to go see your doctor, to physically go see your doctor. Okay. It's yeah, not enough yeah. just to call in and get an antibiotic. If you're not feeling better, you need to go see your doctor. Okay. Yes. We cannot stress this enough. Yeah. Not enough. Um, so on to our topic of diabetes. Okay. So as I said before, you know, we, we start these with stories. Okay. Because what we discuss actually touches real life. My favorite rap group of all time is a tribe called Quest. Mm-hmm. Ever since Benita Applebaum. Right. So in March of 2016, we lost the one and only Five Dogs. Five I love Five Dog, Five Dog, because I can relate to him. Okay, he was chocolate, the chocolate five footer. <laughs> My name is Marlise. Okay, we, me and Five had a lot of common, right? So, but he was the five foot freak. Who are you? Well, we're not going to discuss what what what. But we was five foot. We was chocolate. And our names rhyme. So I felt like Okay, okay. Right, right, right. He is sorely missed. Yeah, he is sorely, sorely missed. And lyrics. um, Lyrics and just his presence and his impact on the group and the culture, Mm -hmm. right? So we knew that Fife struggled from diabetes. Right. Okay. He he had, uh, don't know this for sure because I wasn't his doctor, but I'm assuming he had type 1 because his presented really, really young. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Um, and um, his loss to hip-hop was a tragedy. So hip-hop, y'all, if y'all don't have a doctor, hit your girl up for real. Okay? Because I, I I hear it. I know y'all paying somebody to take care of y'all. Um, really and truly, we need to be reaching out and making sure that, that we're healthy. Okay? So the whole point of SheMD podcast is to educate people on different topics in health. And to stress that it's not people who are up in age who are being affected by this. This is happening to people, our our contemporaries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Our you compadres, don't, yeah. These are happening to people that 
are the same age as us. Yeah, I think the misconception. Yeah, Doc. I Mm -hmm. think the misconception is that, you know, somebody with diabetes is just sitting around on the couch, old person, you know, 50, 60, eating donuts all the time. And it's it's much Uh, deeper than that. Talking about their sugars. Yeah, it's much deeper (laughs) than that, okay? I got the sugar. It's so much deeper than that. And so, you know, we started our podcast with stories, okay? And so today, we'll start with one. I had a 41 year old male patient. He worked for a local utilities company. Mm-hmm. Okay, he comes in as a new patient. Okay, he says he works outside. He does a lot of physical labor. It's summer, so he's thirstier than normal and it's hot. He's been drinking more fluid because he's been working overtime. He's been eating more food. Just sort of attributing that to you know the excess of physical work he's been doing. He's also been peeing more, right? Mm-hmm. And he thought, oh, I'm drinking a lot of water. That's normal. He doesn't exercise regularly because his job is physically demanding. Okay, mm-hmm. and he's tired from work a lot. He's single. He lives alone. He doesn't cook very much. Okay, he goes out to eat fast food restaurants, drinks sodas, uh, hits the club, right? Yeah, drinks the alcohol yeah. when he's out of the club. Yeah. His mother, brother, and grandmother have. The sugar. He got the sugar, too. Okay. His grandmother lost her left foot. She's now blind. Uh, his mother had a heart attack two years ago and is on dialysis. And his older brother had a stroke last year. Okay. His blood pressure, when he presented, was slightly elevated. It's 142 over 79. He is overweight, obese a little bit. But other than that, his exam is normal. Mm. So we send it to the lab, draw blood and everything, and we schedule his follow-up, okay? And we tell him, you know, if there's something unusual or wrong with your labs, we'll give you a call, okay? So we got his lab back. His blood sugar was high at 188. His hemoglobin A1C was elevated at 6.6%. Now, for those who are familiar with diabetes, you know that if you are already a diabetic, that's a decent hemoglobin A1C. But if you didn't know you were diabetic, that hemoglobin A1C is indicative of the fact that you are now a diabetic. Anything over 5.7 is a problem. Anything over 6.5% means you're diabetic. Cholesterol was high, bad cholesterol. The LDL cholesterol is high. Triglycerides were high, okay? And his good cholesterol, the HDL, was low, okay? So I called and informed him of his abnormal lab test, okay? Um, explain everything to him and explain to him that we were going to prescribe the medicine for diabetes okay, mm-hmm. and cholesterol. We were going to send it to the pharmacy for him to start um, and we would have him come back in three months to see how he's, he's doing. Right. Um, but, you know, this is sort of a, a typical kind of patient that I get that comes in and he's got these sort of vague complaints that you can attribute to some stuff but he has also got some genetics right yeah and a history family history history, family history genetics of it so people ask me all the time right because as we we started talking about you know runs in the family or is it a, a lifestyle you know, associated disease. It's it's both. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So there are different types of diabetes, like we spoke about earlier. Fife Dog had likely what we would call the type 1 diabetes, where he was just unable to make insulin, all right? Mm -hmm. But what my patient has is, is more of a type 2 diabetes, where you get insulin resistance, where your body is no longer able to uh, use insulin effectively. Okay. That does lead to, you know, needing insulin down the road, but the pathophysiology of it is a little bit different mm -hmm. in its presentations. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, in this particular episode, we're going to talk about the type 2 diabetes because that's the one that really people are most familiar with. Right, right. Okay. I heard, I've heard about childhood diabetes. Yeah, now that's, that, the, that's, that's the kind that Fife likely had. That's yeah, probably what yeah. he had because that's his presented saying. when he was real young, mm -hmm. you know, when they first mm -hmm. came out. One of the first things he said was, I'm a diabetic. So he found out when he was really young. Um, but we're going to talk about type 2 diabetes. Type 2. And here are the facts with that, okay? Mm-hmm. More than 100 people living in the United States have Diabetes or pre-diabetes? I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. More than 100 million, 100 million people in the United States have diabetes or pre-diabetes. That is a third of our population. Wow. Pause. That's wow. deep, ain't it? It is. That's deep. Okay. Yeah. It's just deep. So about 20 million people are diabetic and about 80 million are not. And most of those don't even know. Okay. In 2015, they were saying about 30 million, about nine to 10% of the United States population is diabetic. And then the rest of them, that, that other percentage it's pre-diabetic and they don't know it. Why is this important, Dr. Ali? Diabetes is the leading cause of blindness, kidney failure, heart attack, stroke, and amputation in the United States. Okay? Say it again. Mm -hmm. Say it again. Say it again. Diabetes is the leading cause of heart attack blindness, stroke, kidney failure, and amputation. Let that settle in. This can be treated. And if you have a family history of diabetes and you do not get yourself checked for diabetes, why would you not get yourself checked for diabetes when you know it runs in your family and you know what the consequences of the diabetes are? Right? You've been, you know, there's so much information out there about diabetes, okay? Tons. Tons. And it is disproportionately affecting the hip-hop community. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. We just talked about the loss of Fife Dog. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I'm still not over it. Okay? Mm -hmm. We know that roughly 12% 13% of African Americans have diabetes. Okay. You compare that to 
the six to eight percent of Caucasians. Hispanics, it's about the same, twelve percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and and Indians, mm-hmm. uh, American Indians, Native Americans, about fourteen, fifteen percent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Asian population is somewhere about eight percent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's disproportionately affecting the hip hop community. Okay. And this is something that is stealing people's life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there are several clues. Okay, we talked about the gentleman, his family history. Okay, but what other things led me to screen this guy for diabetes? What well, he was talking about—he was thirsty all the time, hungry mm-hmm. all the time, and peeing all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, polydipsia, polyphagia, and polyuria. That's what we call it in medicine. It was the three Ps? Yeah, the three Ps. That's exactly how we remember it in medical school. Hmm. Polydipsia, polyphagia, polyuria. Okay. Uh, He's an obese African-American male. We just discussed that Mm African-Americans are more uh, at risk for diabetes. We just discussed that. We discussed his borderline high blood pressure, right? Mm He also had a sedentary lifestyle outside of work. So when he came home from work, he sat. And if you don't know, sitting is the new smoking. Yes, I've read articles on that. Yeah. Yes, it's the sitting. new smoking. Yes. Okay, and that's why you see people getting these dynamic desks, like standing desks, or getting the little treadmill thing underneath it so they can walk during the day while they're typing. That's too much. Yeah. That's too <laughs> I, much. I, I, I had, well, my desk, I had the little bicycle pedals. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, so yeah, somebody that had left too. behind and didn't take exactly. with them. So, so yeah. All day and ride the bike, right. And then people don't realize this, but diabetes is also associated with poor nutritional intake. So, mm-hmm. oh, Dr. Ali, what are you talking about? They eat all this sugar. and What happens is, is they are not eating a balanced diet for them. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and we're all guilty of that. We're including all guilty me. of that. Yeah. We're all guilty of that. But mm-hmm. in this particular population, it is crucial that they get with a nutritionist yeah to yeah. find out what they should eat yeah yeah because 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 you know uh me i like to eat and my problem is fried foods right uh you know i love fried fish oh yeah and, you know there was I, a there's an article today that said french that fries for every piece of fried chicken you eat it shortens your lifespan Uh And who are we talking to? We're we're talking to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But I really don't see Popeyes or KFC going out of business anytime soon. All you people down in Alabama, Mrs. Winters, Winters, Golden Bird out West Coast. We'll get in, you know, one of our subjects, of course, is going to be substance abuse. We'll talk about that, right? And Mm -hmm. we're going to, we'll talk about. Um, the notion of a gateway substance. Yeah, well, it's, sugar. Yeah, sugar. Sugar to me is the gateway substance. Sugar is seven times more addictive yeah. than cocaine. Yeah, well I, well, I tell you what. Hey, I sure can abuse some fried chicken wings. I can abuse the heck out of some warm Krispy Kreme donuts. You hear me? I'm, I'm for real. And so. I, you know, the struggle keep, against sugar is yeah, real. It's it, a it real is. issue. It and is. it's a public health issue, you know. So we know that there's an interconnection between being sedentary, uh, 
developing obesity mm-hmm. and having malnutrition and impaired glucose. Mm-hmm. And these aspects work together to change the body's homeostasis, right? Well, Dr. Ali, what is homeostasis? Well, I'm glad you asked, podcast viewers. Homeostasis is the tendency toward a relative stable equilibrium between interdependent elements, especially as maintained by physiological processes. So, your normal body physiology when you're healthy. Mm-hmm. That is, when you're healthy, it's in balance. Okay? That's homeostasis. Okay? Your body is meant to be in motion, which is why being sedentary does not promote health to the body. The body is meant to be in motion. The body is meant to be in motion for its physical activity. And so when it's active in its normal physical activity, you don't have to worry about storing excess food in the form of fat, mm-hmm. okay, and developing obesity. Um, when you are um, in homeostasis and you're moving your body and you're exercising and living a non-sedentary lifestyle, it promotes hunger, and so you will eat. Okay? Mm-hmm. And if you are mindful of what you eat, you eat a balanced diet, okay? And you don't have these nutritional derangements that lead to impaired glucose uh, tolerance. In other words, when the body is treated well, it works well. When the mind is treated well, it works well. Okay? And when they are not treated well, they are not at ease, and disease can set in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doing your whole body's equilibrium off just by being sedentary. That's right. Okay. Just by being sedentary, okay? Now, increasing body mass index, I mean, even within the normal range, is associated with an increased risk of type 2 diabetes. Okay. And we know obesity is an epidemic here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. We yeah, are at yeah, yeah. it's an epidemic. Yeah, th- okay. this country, yeah, the most obese country on the planet. Yes, we are. And we know that obesity can lead to hypertension, heart disease, and cholesterol issues. But it also leads to lower life expectancy, heart disease, stroke, blood clots, dementia, reflux, esophageal cancer. How about fertility? It can lead to decreased fertility in women. They can have polycystic ovarian syndrome. It can be associated with that. You can have hepatobiliary problems, arthritis, obstructive sleep apnea. You can get that hyperpigmented, thickened rash on your neck and extensive surfaces, acanthosis nigrans, Mm -hmm. hyperpigmentation. You can get kidney disease, kidney stones. Um, you can get cancers. So let me let me step step back for a second, Doc. Sure. What was that you said on your neck? The how, pronounce that again. Uh, acanthosis nigrans. It's a it's a hyperpigmented, dark, velvety thickening of the skin. Mm-hmm. Some thick neck meat. Yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's dark. That's associated with diabetes. In oh, fact, wow. I have looked at people and seen that and just checked their blood just upon those presentations themselves. Um, obesity is associated with different types of cancers, esophageal, colon, rectal, liver, gallbladder, pancreas, kidney, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, multiple myeloma, stomach, 
prostate, breast, cervical, uterine, and ovarian in women. Wow, now that fried chicken is not starting to sound so good, is it? I'm saying, if you put, if you, yeah, that's what I'm saying, risk of diabetes, slap it on uh, Popeyes. We got risk of what, uh, EDN now diabetes, right? So, when my patient came in for his six-month follow-up, he had really taken my recommendations to to heart because he he knows you know he was he had, he was seeing what his brother was dealing with mm-hmm. you know his mother uh, he knew what his grandmother had to deal with and basically he was like he started walking every day mm-hmm. he lost six pounds um, oh good good uh, actually good. He lost eight pounds um, he started learning how to cook he took his girlfriend out to a cooking uh, a demonstration cooking place uh, here is cooking at Millie's so they have these demonstration cooking uh, uh, kitchens yeah. and so there's a chef a local chef that'll come in they have a menu and they prepare and, the food they but they also eat the, yeah so he's right. learned how to cook with that himself um, and now he's preparing healthier meals um, he's going out to eat less mm-hmm. and on top of that mm-hmm. when he goes out to eat he does choose fast food less okay because, as I said, he's seen the effect of the disease on his family. Yeah, if, you, if you're a working person, a single guy, you out of here every day, I mean, it's just convenient. That's yeah. why they call it fast food. That's right. But uh, even, look, I don't know, that's basically a fast foot into the grave. Yeah, absolutely. You know, eating, absolutely. Eating that every day. I mean, you know, as a kid, I love fast food, but now I'm just like, okay, he, he can't eat that stuff no, like that anymore. It, it, it's, it's, it's not good. And, plus, and then, you know, it's just, ugh. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even taste good anymore. No. Okay. And he wants better for himself. Okay. Good. And so he's he's been studying on how to become a vegan. Um, he's been reading the studies of how folks have been yeah. reversing diabetes, going mm-hmm. to pure uh, mm-hmm. plant-based diets. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, his blood pressure's down. Good, his good. blood sugar's down. His hemoglobin A1C was all the way down to... Non, to the pre-diabetes level, all his labs have come down. And so he's headed in the right direction. So it's interesting. Uh, today on Facebook, I saw a great, great, uh, now this uh, video from the Jizza. Wu-Tang. 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 Okay. And he was talking about plant-based diets. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I love the wood. Yeah. Okay. And so here he Shaolin is. Shadow boxing. Listen, they was trying to tell people years ago, but he's talking about plant-based diets and he and Ghostface have a video. Mm-hmm. They had this four part video series that they've coupled with a, uh, a company. Uh, who uh, educates about plant-based diets, mm-hmm. and it's it's cool. It's kind of you know it's funny, and I, he shows snippets on it. And they got little Star Trek uniforms yeah. with the woo symbol. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And so um, yeah. he's talking about that because he talks about how you know what cows go through. Yes, when yes. they are harvested. Uh, mm-hmm. For meat and yeah, those kinds and, of things, and, and how houses, all that, those chemicals, yeah, all those chemicals end yes, up in there. Yes, chemicals, hormones, and everything all else. Stuff, all the stress hormones yes. and all that, and and and, and the I, links to diabetes and yes. cancer. He speaks directly on that, so that link will actually be on SheMD uh, uh, web uh, Facebook page at SheMD at M Hill Ali MD. 
because I thought it was super, super cool that one of my favorite uh, uh, people, Jizza, I love Jizza, was talking about this because, I, like we said before, hip-hop, we've grown. We got a whole other set of problems now. We're trying to eat right, live right, think right, build and grow. And your health is essential to that. Your mm -hmm. health is the wealth that you can, there is no amount of money, no amount of money that anyone could give you to, you know, that would be of an equivalent amount of value mm -hmm. that your health is to you. Okay, because without it, you can't do anything. And so I thought that was really cool. And I, I love how people are getting into this and this education. Okay, because we inherit our diet. That's what I loved about it mm -hmm. because he talks about this. He talks about how we inherit mm -hmm. our diet. He talks about yeah. how our grandparents and stuff was eating chitlins, but that was the slave's diet. Uh, right, right, right. And and I know they didn't weigh that, you know, wasn't preachy because uh, I know a lot of people, mm -hmm. they have resistance to moving to a plant-based diet, mm -hmm. you know. Because they were like, well, where am I going to get my protein? Well, yeah. cows are, cows yeah. are ve vegetarian. Right. They weren't meant to eat corn either. Yeah. You know, as you, there's so much that you have to think about in this country and mm -hmm. uh, what you intake into your bodies because... You know, I think one one of the reasons this is just me and my personal opinion that you know our foods are so processed yeah. in this country. You know, the microwave, the Swanson TV dinner, and preserved, yeah, I, and preserved. I remember, I remember as a kid looking at a Swanson TV dinner, stuff I used to eat all the time. You know, yeah, one day I was like, Ugh. and and I remember looking on the back of. I don't remember. It was a chicken entree or something. Mm -hmm. It was like sixteen hundred uh, um, milligrams of soy. Uh, yeah. I was mm -hmm. like, I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, yeah. maybe I need to stop eating this. Yeah. And you know, and like I said, th this is when I was a child. So, yeah. you know, well, TV dinners, I stopped liking them. Went by the wayside. But you know, there's a whole lot more that our general public can do to. Uh, you know, stave off diabetes one, two, and three, you know, whatever, you know, just by changing their diet slightly. Yeah, it's just and it's, I know it's hard and I know it's hard. Yeah, it's just but some people it's hard, especially 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 not eating that pope. Well, I tell you the <laughs> biggest thing that people struggle with are sodas. Soda yeah. pops. Oh they, yeah. Okay. Yes. Because that's how a lot of people get through yes. their day. You know, they drink you know, a sugary, or a sugary beverage. Are here in Kentucky, mm -hmm. we drink Big Red. Okay, but you know, it's it's very difficult. But what I tell people, I'm like, you know, if you're drinking four Big Reds a day, replace one of those Big Reds with a water. Just replace one with a water. Mm -hmm. Do that for two weeks to a month. Then replace another one. Mm -hmm. Do that for the same amount of time. Then replace another. It's small, simple, gradual steps. Mm -hmm. Okay. That you can do in moderation. You can do a in bit. moderation, yes. but you have to make the effort. It's yes. not It's not something that you're going to just turn on and off like a switch and then expect to maintain the progress successfully. It doesn't work like that. You have to slowly change your habits so you can slowly maintain a difference. It's just like with exercise. People say, well, Dr. Ali, I'm too busy to exercise. I understand. I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. But this is how you sneak your exercise in. When you're at work, don't park right in front of your building. Park a ways away 
so you can walk into the building. Get your exercise that way. Yes. If you are wor- work in a building, that's like a taller building. Take the stairs. Try to take the steps. No, I'm not telling you to take 20 flights of steps up to the 24th floor. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that maybe instead of getting off on the 24th floor, you get off on the 20th or the 22nd floor and you take a couple steps up. I mean, there are other way, there are sneaky ways to get it in, in into your daily habit, mm-hmm. okay, and make it stay there, so that you can continue to do this. I tell my patients, I'm not telling you to go out and train for the Boston Marathon. That's ridiculous. What I'm asking you to do is find ways in which you can increase physical activity. One of the things that I put on uh, SheMD's Facebook page as well is. Um, how you can exercise using gardening tools and and exercising uh, with yard work you know Mm -hmm. how using the the little shovel and and the rake help help with your back you know and how using different instruments helps build different yeah moving your arms moving your appendages right exactly i put that on there housework that's physical activity Mm -hmm. okay washing your car is physical activity all the things, the chores and stuff that you do around the house, keep your house clean and safe, those are considered physical activities, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's something you have to continue to do. And I tell people, if you can work it into your day every day, that's great, okay? 15, 20, 30 minutes, you want to get to 30 minutes. If you can't do 30 minutes right away, start with five minutes, and work your way up to 30 minutes, okay? Start small and go forward. If you do five minutes of exercise every day, by the end of the week, you've done 35 minutes, okay? Start there, and then in three months, you could be doing 15 minutes every day, and so on and so forth. The whole point is that it's supposed to be something you work into your daily routine that sticks and stays, okay? We talk about diets. Well, Dr. Ali, you know, everything I eat is carb-based. I, I'm a I'm a breakfast person. I like waffles and biscuits. Meat and, and potatoes. I like bread. I like potatoes. and gar- That's fine. You can have those things in moderation. Okay? I always tell people, if, you're, if you've got to have those things, eat them earlier in the day. When you're, when you're out and about and your metabolism is, is working at its highest peak, so that you can burn those energy, you know, those calories off, okay? And try to eat that stuff less in the afternoon when your metabolism is 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 ramping down, okay? Especially not at night. Yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. Yeah, I, say that. These are for people who know they're it. at risk. These, this advice yeah. I'm giving you is for anybody who wants to sort of manage their sugar, okay? Because sugar is, is a real issue in diet. But it's also for people when you know you have a family history of diabetes and there are some simple things you'd like to sort of change um, and modify and maybe do to lessen your chances of developing diabetes. These are some of the things that we're telling you you can do to modify, you know, your daily habits to include exercise, modify your daily habits, eat your carbohydrates earlier in the day. Uh, modify your daily habits to make sure that you're drinking more water during the day. These are small, subtle changes that if you do them repeatedly, you can make a difference and you can impact your health in a positive way. Okay? So, 
you need to see your physician yearly to get labs done to screen for diabetes and, and cholesterol issues, okay? We know healthcare access is an issue. We talked about that too on one of our previous podcasts, mm -hmm. okay? But don't go to the emergency room for your health, okay? The emergency room is not where you go. Find and, a doctor. Yeah, and there are a lot of uh, like community-based programs that Absolutely. have um, screenings Absolutely. for diabetes. They're free. Yeah. Well, they have Virtually free. health fairs. Go to health, health fairs. fairs. They will screen you for diabetes. They'll they'll do mm -hmm. um, and they'll check your uh, blood pressure. Um, there are so many resources in the community through churches and health fairs and community organizations. And then there are so many different resources that your doctor has. Your doctors are going to give you all the resources that they can think of to help you live your best life. Mm -hmm. But you have to ask. Okay. And as always, if you don't have access to a medical professional, and if you're in the state of Kentucky, you can reach out to us at www.ecarepsc.com. Okay. You can also email us at she underscore MD at ecarepsc.com. If you have any questions. Uh, or you need directions or anything we can help you all with. Okay. So, again, go to your doctor. Get screened. I know I say the same thing at the end of every podcast, but that's the point of the podcast. Go to your doctor. Get your health together. Your health is a wealth that is priceless. Okay. Go get screened. Get checked out. There's treatment, okay, and we know that people get nervous, but find a doctor you can talk to, okay? We love you guys, and we, we want do. you all to be healthy. That's why we're here, giving you all uh, information, okay? So thank you for tuning in for episode six. Episode six in the bag. CMD podcast, where we were talking about diabetes and giving homage to my man, Fife Dog, the five foot. And who are you forgetting? They for the children. Wu Tang. Yeah, Wu -Tang for the Wu Tang. The children, yeah, and the plant based dies. The Jizza came through that video. That video is going to be on Shindy's uh, Facebook page as well. So thank you, everyone. We will see you all for episode seven, where we'll be talking about depression and anxiety. So tune in for that because I'm sure DJ KGB will be in reform during that podcast. <laughs> so thank you all everyone uh and we will see y'all next time see you bye peace we should be playing some fight dog <laughs> she md is brought to you by ecare psc you can visit us at ecarepsc.com